welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators, also known as NARC Troopers. You can visit me at that website, narctroopers.com, and you will find a ton of articles about the subject and a podcast channel and even a YouTube video vlog. You know, the topic is recovering from abuse, trauma, PTSD, all the aftermath that follows a relationship with a person with a cluster B personality disorder. This would be like a narcissist, sociopath, or psychopath. And there's a lot of stuff there to help you understand it and to start your healing journey. So the title of today's um, podcast is The Sky is Falling. What does that make you think about? The sky is falling. Well, it's about recovering from narcissistic abuse during a time that looks sort of like the apocalypse. If you are so inclined to believe that these are the last days, then I'm not going to disagree with you. They are certainly the last days of many things. Jobs, living wages, equality, equity, a stable climate, ample food supply, clean water, public schools as we know them, unrestricted travel, life without masks, mega concerts and big crowds, movie theaters, local businesses, and so many more things. But could this actually be the apocalypse? Well, I guess anything is possible. I mean, look around. Something is happening, that's for sure. And life as we knew it, well, it's never going to be the same. But like recovery from relationship abuse, you must live in the day and plan for the future. Glancing back with any mushy, sentimental feelings of loss or ennui, well, that's just not allowed. Keep moving. Keep putting those feet one after another. You know, don't dare look back or wax nostalgic. So how do we manage to get off the ground, to dust ourselves off and survive the day when it takes everything you've got just to muster one little mustard seed speck of faith or hope. You have been annihilated by a disordered partner who could not be human enough or healthy enough to love you. Many days, you pull the blankets over your head and wish for the end of the world to hurry up and get here to deliver you from the agonizing task of healing what has been an existential extinction event and crisis of identity and purpose. It's like all those things. Bring it on, you say. Make it quick. No lengthy pandemic. No mass famine or pestilence. And please, no bloody oceans or swarms of locusts. Just a quick meteor or comet crashing into the earth. And then in an instant, game over. Most of you who are still punch drunk from that final blow when they discarded you, don't even sweat the small stuff like the continuation of the human race. <laughs> you know, it had a good run. Nothing lasts forever. So, I'm being sarcastic, of course, but the first thing that comes to mind 
that might serve the double purpose of helping you recover and at the same time helping others to find some way to get out there and do something to improve the situation for those who are less fortunate than them, you know, maybe I can be of service and offer a couple of things here. Well, first, you have to find something that matters to you. Take your pick of worthy causes. Heaven knows there's like a trillion different ways to make a difference and pitch in right now because there's so much need so much suffering. Another way to get a grip on the reality of what has happened to you and what is happening in the world is to practice what I call radical acceptance. All good 12-step programs teach you this one. If you can't change it, accept it. And hopefully you'll know the difference between the lost causes and those that could actually benefit from your help and have some chance of turning things around? Henny Penny, remember her? Henny Penny was a very very silly, silly chicken. And what was the moral of that story? Trying to incite panic can result in opportunists like Foxy Woxy doing real harm. Let's say you are Henny and the narcopath is Foxy. It really depends on which version of the story you are using. When there is a happy ending, the moral is, don't be a chicken, but be brave. But in other versions where the birds are eaten by the fox, it doesn't end so well. The fable could be interpreted with the message, it's like a warning not to believe everything you're told. Silly bird. Now, what would have happened to Henny Penny if she had been, um, like if she had a support group of close friends and family to check in with? That brings me to the third thing you can do to recover from the narcissist, even as the world is burning to the ground all around you. You assemble your gaggle of geese, your flock of seagulls, whatever feathered friend you perceive yourself to be. And then you cluster up. You hunker down. There is power in numbers. That's an important thing to remember that might even save your life. There are many different ways to tackle recovery from the trauma-induced PTSD that often follows relationship abuse from a narcissist or psychopath. The challenge of creating a completely new self out of thin air after allowing your previous identity to be hijacked and destroyed, well, it's a daunting task for even the most resilient and self-actualized individual. The way they leave you is a nuclear event that leaves nothing but ashes in its wake. But for those of us unfortunate enough to be struggling with healing the grief and fear and confusion, It is further complicated by something that sort of looks like the apocalypse. Now, even if you, you know, aren't really religious or anything like that, um, it doesn't matter. Because you have to consider these end of times scenarios um, that seem to be playing out all over the place, right? All over the world. 
it's still a perfect storm of many things happening simultaneously. And your recovery, your recovery from this, this nightmare is only one of many pull the rug out from under you, kick your butt and burn everything to the ground kind of moments. You have to admit, never in our lifetime have we faced so many life-ending, life-changing challenges and events. The global pandemic has claimed millions of lives over the past year, and actually it's still rampant in some places of the world more than others, but everywhere it's out of control. Europe is experiencing a surge and the U.S. has all these trigger-happy, impatient people just itching to pull the trigger on a complete reopening. Well, some countries don't even have the money or the resources to vaccinate their populations. There's going to be more variant mutations and surges as a consequence of all this recklessness and politically motivated and economically sanctioned choice to prioritize profit over people. The vaccine comes with problems. Yes, it is not effective for new mutations and variants, probably reduces the efficacy just really significantly. We're probably going to have to get boosters and vaccines every six months forever. Some people don't even have much protection from the vaccine if they're immunocompromised or have other things. Um, You know, these wheels of commerce just keep churning even when people are caught in those wheels and brought to their death. Think about that. Look around at what's happening. Add to the pandemic the racial turmoil that has been fueled to ignite and into a conflagration and inflamed to the point of riots and never-ending protests. That's all that was on TV last week was that trial um, of the of the police officer, you know, with the with the George Floyd. In addition to Black Lives Matter, there's now a push to bring Asian hate crimes into the public eye. Where are the other groups, you know, uh, that should also be standing up and raising their fists and, and claiming their place in the spotlight? Apparently, a large number of our country are full-on racists with agendas that should concern every citizen. These national issues are exacerbated by off-the-charts unemployment, financial ruin, growing homeless cities and camps and a future that looks pretty grim indeed there's been shootings every day this past week murders in my city of austin that almost rarely seem to happen and now they're happening every week all the time it's commonplace murder 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 gunplay 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 the local businesses are being devoured by the corporate world and the push to privatize everything from prisons to public schools, everything privatized. That's what they want for money, privatized for profit. If there are jobs, they offer starvation wages. There's pushback against having an increased minimum wage. And I get that. You know, you, you demand $15 an hour. There's businesses that will shudder 
there's jobs that will just be eliminated so that they can pay those left over that wage. So I get it. It's complicated. There's like no one clear cut path. Training for professional careers has been interrupted by the pandemic and the financial impact has had an effect on millions. I have, I teach high school. My students don't know what to do and respond to this, how to prepare what to do in college, whether they're even going to go to college. Last but not least, climate change. It's rapidly accelerating, which is going to bring more catastrophic extreme weather events, and eventually it's going to disrupt our ability to feed the planet. The sun's solar flares and disruptive changes are cooking us alive with radiation at levels never witnessed before. Wars are brewing across the globe. Terrorism is increasing, both at home. Yeah, domestic terror, it's a thing, and it's happening all over the world. Our culture has become corrupt and immoral and greedy and self-serving. You know, just the idea of morals, it seems more like a thing of the past with only fuddy-duddies maintaining any sense of loyalty or fidelity or to anything except to themselves. They just don't have those qualities anymore. So many people, so many people. And then there's us. Enter the abused. Enter the discarded. Standing here all bloodied up. Ah, Maybe not even standing here. Maybe just still lying on the ground, crawling around. There we are this mangled, bloody bunch of tortured souls, um, you know, that we would, we're tortured, <laughs> you know. We've, we've been tormented, and then we've been left for dead by these mentally impaired partners who we trusted and loved the most were the ones who betrayed us. Then when you take into account the condition of the planet, the challenges challenges that we all face, the way we seem to be crumbling from the inside out. It, you know, it's difficult to raise your hand and say, help me, please, I'm hurt. You know, it kind of feels like you're asking for assistance from something that pales in comparison to the current state of affairs in the world at large. It feels wrong to need triage or medical attention. It, it's like the world is at war on a number of fronts and you you're there with your own little war that's going on inside of you and it's just not worthy of attention or energy right now so it's just like go have a seat wait your turn we'll get to you as soon as we can or maybe how dare you ask for help right now when people are starving and dying and suffering the way they are yeah if you're experiencing guilt or trying to minimize your own battle to survive, a word of caution. What has happened to you, this thing that most people don't understand or believe or take seriously, this thing is real. It is real and it is an existential crisis of epic proportions. Just because the whole house is on fire doesn't mean that your pain from burning alive in those flames is less important than the whole house that's burning and everyone and everything else that is burning to the ground with you.
it doesn't diminish your pain. The complete disintegration of your very essence of life, well, it's life-threatening. If you do not figure out how to save yourself, you could die. And there are many ways to die this kind of death that does not involve losing your pulse. You know, there's a death at the bottom of a bottle of, of liquor or at the tip of a needle or in a, you know, a bottom of a bottle of pills. There's death in hopelessness and despair that causes you to give up and to give in. There is the death of your ability to love and be loved, to trust and to be vulnerable again. There is death of the life that you could have had if you could just get up, stand up, get on your feet and get it for yourself. So yes, the world is in a terrible shape. And yes, it requires a lot of effort and creativity and determination and to problem solve in ways that are going to save us and allow the human race to continue. We are all in danger of an extinction level event. But the irony is that you, my dear sweet survivor, you have already lived through an extinction level event. They abused you. They discarded you. Then they erased you and deleted you as if you never existed. So in conclusion, I would like to invoke the wisdom of Henny Penny. The sky, it really is falling right now. And your sky, your sky, your life and love and identity and sacred beliefs, they have already come crashing down all around you. If there is any possibility of a happy ending, the moral must be this. Don't be a chicken. Be brave. Accept that the sky has fallen. And then pick yourself up. Find some of your power and move forward with what grace you can summon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.